Welcome. This is Salty Therapy, and my name is Tammy. I'm a licensed clinical social worker with a private practice. However, this podcast is not intended to be used in place of professional treatment. It is intended for encouragement, information, and entertainment. So today, we're going to lighten the subject up a little bit, and we're going to talk about vision boards. What are vision boards? Why should you do a vision board and how can it benefit you? Well, I've been doing vision boards now for several years and I do those in place of resolutions. I don't do resolutions today. There was a time for a long time that I tried to do resolutions. And to be honest with you, I can't think of one that I kept. Um, And there were a lot of reasons for that. Uh, Maybe I tried to set too many. Uh, Maybe they weren't, they weren't smart goals, right? So in the therapeutic world, we like to set smart goals and smart is an acronym for specific, manageable, attainable, uh, realistic, and time. There's a timeline for it. And so mine were definitely not that well thought out ever. Um, I just set goals like I want to lose weight. I want to get in shape. I want to, you know, start this thing with my family. I want to do this thing with my finances. It, it, it was all over the map. I had lots of different resolutions and they just didn't come to pass. Sometimes I had a lot in a year. Um, so I was thinking way outside of the realm of possibility. So What I do now is that I go into the end of my year and I begin praying that God will give me a word or vision for the upcoming year. And I know that it's a God-given focus. I know that it's coming from Him because I will get that same word or same vision more than once. And I will get confirmation. The confirmations may come through things that I experience, something that I read, people that I walk into. And it's kind of when you're pregnant and suddenly you notice every baby on the planet. Um, That's how confirmations show up for me. It just seems that everything that comes into my peripheral, into my, into my experiences tend to confirm that one thing that God's trying to direct me towards. And I want to have that God-given focus, and I want to have a clear intention moving forward into my next year. So it's really something that is one focus, one one, not even a goal, but just a direction. And that means for me that as my year goes on and I'm making decisions, decisions as to my work, decisions as to my family, um, my finances, uh, what I'm going to give my, my time to, like my volunteer time to, what ministries I'm going to be involved in, all of those things, um, I'm, I'm looking to see if they fall in line with that word or the vision that God has given me. And obviously that takes more reflection, journaling, more prayer, but, but really I stay within that, within that scope that he's given me for the year. 
Um, it also helps me to stay very um, motivated um, and encouraged in what I am doing because I feel like I'm doing it for the right reasons and I'm doing it um, to move into the direction that I would want to, to move in. So um, I choose to make one large vision board per year. Um, and then if I feel led to, I may add to that same vision board throughout the year, but that really doesn't happen very often. The only thing that I have really added to it um, in the past has been if a specific scripture came up and I and I wrote that out on a piece of paper and I and I got it attached to my board somehow. Um, or if there's a picture that I find that really resembles or, or reflects what it is I'm working towards, I may put it on that. But generally speaking, once I've made my vision board, that's the final product. Um, now, I said that I make large vision boards, but there are many different options, and we're going to get to that in just a minute. So my last board last year in 2019 um, was a word, and that word was bloom. And what that identified for me was the need for me to push out of my comfort zone and to be open to new possibilities. Um, it, it really involved my willingness to become uncomfortable and the images that I ended up getting that that landed on my board included images that that showed figuratively what I needed to develop from a seed to a bloom. And I'd like to explain this for a minute because a lot of people are very un uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. But if you want change, if you want to transform, you've got to be willing to be uncomfortable. And so when God gave me this image of a seed and a bloom, this is this is what he showed me. So a seed is a pod most of the time, right? And it's usually got a, a thick or tough or even a hard exterior. Um, and in most cases, that seed is put down in the soil, six inches down, um, and you water it, you fertilize the soil and hope for the best, right? There's sunshine, whatever that that plant requires. So what has to happen to that seed pod before it can grow so that it can become a bloom? Well, it's got a crack. Now, when I say the word crack, that doesn't even begin to sound comfortable. It sounds uncomfortable. It sounds maybe even a little bit painful, um, but it does. That shell needs to crack open so that the beginnings of that plant can begin to push up through the soil. Now, look in your mind's eye and envision that little shoot, that plant, the very beginnings of it, pushing through the mud, the clay, the dry sand, the pebbles, the rocks, maybe even the bugs and the worms that are in the soil that would like to eat on them. And it's pushing through that dark, having no idea where it's going except for up. And it's searching for the light. It's searching for its nutrition, right? And then it comes out of the soil. And that is not where the discomfort stops. 
Because once it comes out of the soil, think about what it is. It's the seedling, and it's tender, and it's fragile, and it is susceptible to all of the outdoor elements, the pouring rain, the hot sun, the animals and the bugs that are around it. And it has to withstand that pressure and that discomfort as it continues to grow and strengthen and and gain its nutrients so that eventually it matures and it blooms. And that bloom may be a beautiful flower. It may grow to be a tree that will provide shade or fruit. But all along the way, it has to be willing to be uncomfortable to become what it was intended to become. So that was a huge lesson for me. And I'm a very visual learner. I love pictures. Um, And it really just showed me there's purpose in the discomfort. So this year's board for 2020, God gave me the word freedom. And freedom wasn't, you know, like freedom, United States of America freedom. For me, it was freedom from my own anxieties, freedom to be who God created me to be without needing anyone else's approval. Nobody else needed to understand what my goals were or what my my energy was being spent towards i only needed to know that that it was lined up with god and his will for my life and freedom was also about freedom from shame freedom from unrealistic expectations that i put on myself as well as the world's expectations of me so i i had to make some decisions And I made them with God's leading in my life as it pertained to my children, as it pertained to my business, um, as it pertained to ministry, uh, how I spent my free time. And um, that all wasn't easy, you know, because I knew I was going to be letting some people down. And I knew that I had to have conversations that were uncomfortable. Um, but by doing so, I found the freedom from the anxieties and I found, um, freedom in being okay with myself. And I also found new opportunities opening up as I created space by letting go of some of the old comfortable things. One of those opportunities happens to be creating this podcast, which was completely off my radar, complete, I never even considered it. So um, I wouldn't have the time to do this had I not let go of some of those other things. Um, On this year's board, I have images that reflect what is important to me why I fight for freedom, and what freedom looks like in my life. I have scriptures, I have strong words, I have inspiring quotes, I have small photographs of the people that are important in my life, which are my children, my husband, my grandsons. I have um, images that that reflect freedom for me. Um, I 
I go on dates with God, and we call that in a ministry that I'm involved in going to the woods. Well, my woods aren't always the typical woods with the trees, right? My woods time is um, generally speaking on the beach. I love being on the water. It is my sweet spot. It's my happy place. And so I have an an image of um, being on a boat. I have an image of being on the beach because those are places where I really feel connected to my creator. So earlier I mentioned that there are different types of boards and I mentioned that I make an annual board and it's, it's a full poster size board. I use a foam board because it's stronger. I, I actually attach it to my wall in my bathroom so that it is centrally located and I can see it, but, um, you can make it depends on how creative you are, how much time you have, what your intentions are. There's a lot of different styles. So I'm going to cover a couple of them. Um, so you can make a monthly board. You can do it on a cork board over your desk with business goals or with uh, things that are um, inspiring to you in, in your min- ministry or in your quiet time. Um, maybe there's goals that you have, you have a, a workspace in your home that you, um, take care of your children's activities and the, the home budget and, and the to-do lists. And so your cork board may have things that are all around those, those items, um, you may have one of those planners that allows you to do a vision board on the first page of each month. And so it may be cre- maybe um, in your book, in your planner, which is kind of cool because you get to keep that and, and reflect on it over the year. Another type of vision board would be um, a gratitude board where you can um, – not fill up the board initially, right? You may put gratitude on it. You may put some other inspiring things or some scriptures on it. But then as the year goes on and you have all these things that you're grateful for, you start writing them down on the board or writing them on paper. It depends on how artistic you are and putting them all over the board. And by the end of the year, you've got this amazing um, monument or an amazing picture of gratitude for the year. Uh, you may make a prayer board. It makes me think of the um, wailing wall in Jerusalem and people will take little pieces of paper with a prayer on it and they put it in the crevices of the wall. And uh, this can be a place where you can put your prayers um, on that board. Um, if you've ever seen the movie War Room, Um, It's a beautiful representation of this woman's prayer closet, and it's literally a a closet, and she has created these walls with prayers and and scripture and the things that are um, on her heart to lift up to God. Um, there are boards that you can create that are always evolving. They're always changing as you make progress. So you may put goals on them. Again, this may be a cork board. Um, and then as you reach those goals, you can take that off and put your new goals on there. 
Um, again, it really depends on your personality. It depends on your attention span. It depends on, um, your willingness to be creative or have time. And to be honest, I don't have time to do a monthly. I don't have time. I don't have the attention span to do an ongoing board. I have the personality that fits the type of board that I have. There are no right or wrong um, boards. This is all about what you um, are most inspired by and what is going to work best for you. Um, one site that you can check that will have lots of examples for you um, is Pinterest. They have just a, a bunch of things on there, including articles about why to do them and what can be on them. And, and of course, on Pinterest, there's very creative, talented people. And so you may see things on there that are very inspiring. So I suggest that you go there. Now, where do you start when when deciding um, to do a vision board? Well, you've got to begin with the focus. And as I said before, for me, I pray. I spend a lot of time at the end of the year praying for what God has for me in the coming year. I pray about, um, you know, does he have a change for me? Does he have a goal for me? Does he have a scripture for me that... Um, you know, inspires me to slow down or to move into a different realm. I don't know. I never know going into it. Um, he seems to give me a word. Um, and that, that seems to be our, our thing, but I stay open-minded because I don't know from year to year what he's going to give me. Um, and, Once you have your focus, then you need to decide what type of media you're going to use. So what I mean by media, I use magazines. Um, I collect magazines because I use them with some of my clients in my therapy practice. Um, So I have a lot to, to choose from. I know a lot of people don't buy magazines today, um, but I'm very much a paper pen kind of girl. And so I do continue to buy magazines and I collect them from other people. So you can use magazines. Um, I do some of my words graffiti style. So I may find a big G here and a little R there and a big A here and a blue T there and, you know, eventually spell out the word gratitude. It makes it more interesting to look at. It stands out to me. Um, I may use stickers. You can go to the dollar store or to, um, um, any of your arts and crafts places that have scrapbooking, um, sections, they have lots of different stickers and things that you can attach to your board. Um, you can do pictures that you've colored if you're artistic, um, and, and feel so inclined to, um, draw out some things, you can certainly put those on there. Uh, you can use photographs. Um, I have printed photographs on just regular paper and attach them. I have taken photographs that are um, real photographs and, and cut out exactly what I wanted and put that on there. Um, I have a machine called a sprocket and that actually prints out a photo with a sticker backing. 
I love it. It's for my travel journal, but I've used it for my um, vision board as well. Um, But get creative and use your imagination. I have a friend whose word for the year was joy. And it was amazing because she took her poster board and she traced out in block letters that were all connected the word joy. And then she cut out that word. So that was her vision board. And along the word itself, the letters is where she posted all of her um, inspiring words and pictures and things like that. So it's all of the images, but when you look at it as a whole, it spells out the word joy. It's very cool. So why would you do this? Why would you take the time? Because it does take time. It takes time to come to a focus It takes time to decide on what media you're going to use. I know um, because I use magazines, it takes me a while to go through a number of magazines to find exactly what I'm looking for, cut those images out, and, and then play with them on the placement and how I want that board to look. And I may need to look for more images or words, or um, I may need to edit and take some out. So it does take some time. And, um, you know, it's an investment, but it's an investment in yourself. So again, I ask, why would you do that? We're all so busy in our lives, right? Well, number one, I want you to invest in yourself. I want you to invest in your future. I want you to invest in being goal-oriented and being focused. So having a visual reminder of your goals that you can see every day helps with staying focused. Like I said, I put mine on my bathroom wall. So it's right by where I brush my teeth, where I do my hair, uh, you know, wash my face, all of that. It's right there. So at least twice a day, I'm in that spot and I'm seeing that board and I'm being reminded of my goals and why I'm doing this. Um, I'm being inspired by some of the things that are on that board. Um, I'm, The other reason you would do this is working through creating that board can help you really focus on what you want your life to look like or line up your thinking with what God has designed for your life for that season. And remember, he does not give us the entire book at once. It's a chapter at a time, and sometimes it's a sentence at a time. So remember when I said that I may have times when I add to my board, that's just another sentence he's given me. It's another bit of clarity. It's perhaps something that I've experienced that lines up with what he gave me in the beginning. And I go, ah, okay, I see. Like this podcast would be a great thing to add into my um, freedom board because this is something that came into my life because I followed some of the other directives. Working on your board is something that you can do with a group of friends. You can do it as part of a Bible study group. You can do it as part of a family project. Get your children involved. Um, you know, they would enjoy being able to learn how to get focused and energized and, and, um, um, excited you know, motivated for, for what is ahead of them. Um, and it teaches them to think beyond, um, you know, what they're going to have for dinner. 
right? Um, And helps them to stay focused. So work on your board as part of a group and encourage each other and come to a place of bonding. And like I said, looking at each other's boards, you can be inspired. Um, who's to say that I won't try cutting out my word next year and creating a board that way. I just thought that was the neatest thing. And I don't have very many original ideas in this brain of mine. That's not how my brain works. Um, but I most certainly, um, am a great copycat. I can take someone else's idea and build on it. So, um, you know, who knows what next year will, will bring to me. Um, this really helps you to bring your days, months, and years in line with an intention. So it, it really helps to create a focus and you're not just going through groundhog days. Like I, right now we're still dealing with COVID-19 and it feels like Groundhog Day, but even within the Groundhog Day, you can wake up with an intention for the day. The intention may be to call a friend that you know is alone and encourage them. The intention may be to try a new project like I'm doing right now. The intention may be to um, spend quality time with your husband or with your family, doing something that you haven't done before, having those conversations that you never had time to have before. So having an intention and having your days, months, and years line up with that intention is very helpful. So I thank you for listening today. Examples of my last two vision boards are going to be found on my website at saltytherapy.com backslash salty-therapy-podcast, or you'll find them um, at Salty Therapy on Instagram and Facebook. I hope you do this. Have fun with it. Take some time to reflect on what your goals are, having gratitude, having intentions, and start getting creative. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and give me a five-star rating and share it with your friends and family. If you have any comments or suggestions for future podcasts, you can also find me at saltytherapy.com backslash salty-therapy-podcast and Salty Therapy on Instagram and Facebook. Peace and joy. See you next time. Bye.